Oh, you're wondering what's going on. You know, your your radio still works. Nah, your shit didn't freeze. This is brand new, buddy. It's it's in your phone or tablet right now. And it's the Airbuds Podcast Day. Tweet at us if you're listening on a tablet. <laughs> and and so in that premise, the idea is that the their radio froze, but somehow the theme music came on, but yeah, not the human like beings. Looping. Yeah, they're like, hey, where's the people? Got it. How, how come Jamel hasn't said the N-word yet? <laughs> I think this just revealed how little you think of our listeners' intelligence. I look, dude. I, yeah, I think they're dumb as shit. <laughs> I'm not going to mince words now. You tweet us if you're in Mensa. <laughs> tweet us if you're in Mensa. You guys yeah. are dumb as shit for listening to this. Zach Lowe just put out some shit. In the, come on. Why are you here? Leave. Mensa is too full of incels for our like That's audience. True. That's like, true. Like, we have a bunch of sensitive socialist <laughs> listeners. Like Tweet if you would be into Mensa if you didn't know what it was. Yeah. And you're listening to this. Does I'm Mike Benner. Uh, guys, oh, hey. we, got a, we got a great show today. We got a bunch of WNBA free agency stuff to, to get into. I'm sure Kyrie Irving might come up at some point. Ooh. Um, but uh, And we have a fantastic guest to Clay talk Travis about. Clay Travis is here. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but before we do that, let's get some business out of the way. Guys, we have a live show. We have Airbuds Live happening Thursday. February 23rd at the Elysian Theater. Uh, it's going to be a good one. We got a great lineup. We got Megan Gailey. We got uh, Trevor Joyner. We've got Chase Bernstein. We've got, these have all been guests on our show before, right? I My cousin so, Langston maybe. Kerman. Yeah. Peter's cousin Langston Kerman is going to be there. And uh, filling in for Peter will be CJ Toledano, probably the man who's been on our show more than anyone else, right? I talked to CJ. He's going to wear like a Mission Impossible 3D print mask. Of my face, but to get into character, he's. I told him he has to wear it like around his house and his family for like the week leading up to it. So, and get bar mitzvahed. No, he doesn't have to get bar mitzvahed. Okay. Well, come to the Elysian Theater uh, to circumcise. There's a. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize to our guests. Yo, not... your bar mitzvah sound funny <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I get to have a theme birthday. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yo, bar mitzvahs the shit man what a dream yeah. you know what oh, the theme of my bar mitzvah was ass. party that's what oh. it was it was party i refused the theme that's that's a good call because like if you if a theme fails like that's what you have to deal with for the rest of your school career totally i definitely yeah. would have did no limit soldiers no limit soldiers bar mitzvah i also oh, just no switched fails. schools yeah in seventh grade so i had like two like schools that never hung out at a bar mitzvah come to my bar mitzvah so like the underlying theme of my bar mitzvah was like jets and sharks but like no one got stabbed because we're all 13 year old boys and girls so squash all beefs there it is oh and also uh i have not uh told you guys this yet but confirmed for airbuds live uh we will be doing bill walton improv i have confirmed several oh, famous God, comedians that Christ. do bill walton impressions <laughs> they're going to be doing <laughs> bill walton improv the goal is to get people to come to the show mike what do you mean i think this will be think our biggest you don't want to miss this. yeah uh if you uh can't come to the live show join the patreon it's cheaper than a ticket to the live show go to patreon.com slash airbuds pod uh you get bonus episodes you get bonus shows you get access to our discord 
Uh, and uh, if you can't do that, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, and uh, leave us a five-star review. Anything else? We've yep. made our guests sit here for like almost five minutes. we got to get to her. Okay, Guys, please. she's a returning champion. She's been on the show before. Uh, you know her from uh, being, I think, one time called the best basketball player in the entire Ringer organization. Um, please welcome back to the show, Jordan Liggins Robinson. Hello, Jordan. Hello. That is still following me everywhere I go. <laughs> Why not? You've got a whole like 150 person like staff full of like people obsessed with sports and you're called the best basketball player. That's that's something True. to carry around. It is. is that like crazy pressure though? Like do people trying to like hoop you up on the street now? A little bit. A little bit. They're trying to, you know, see the scouting report and everything, not wanting to give it up. But I should put that on my resume, honestly. It's pretty good. Yeah, why not? Make that your LinkedIn <laughs> bio. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Now, you uh, you put out a call on Twitter the other day, basically being like, someone had me on their podcast to talk about the WNBA free agency, and we answered the call. Uh, so before we get into all the nitty-gritty, you seemed like you had something you want to say. Do you, what do you want to say? Well, I had a lot to say, and it was so much going on. So thank you for answering the call, um, because my husband was tired of me just yelling at him about everything. So I was like, I need to talk to other people about all of my thoughts. But I had my Twitter notifications on for all of the wonderful people in the WNBA space who are breaking all the news. So... I every single trade, every single signing, I just had something to say. And I think we have to start with Stu York City, right? Like that I was I knew she was going to go to New York, but I was still shocked that she went to New York. And the other thing I wanted to talk about is like this word super teams. Every team in the WNBA is a super team because there's only 144 spots. These are the best players in the world they're all coming together but new york seems like something bigger than a super team like we should brainstorm on a different word for this olympic team <laughs> i will Maybe say we like had sydney colson on last week and um she would probably agree with you except for the indiana fever we all kind of <laughs> agreed you know maybe they are not i wasn't going to bring this, it up yeah i'm just yeah. gonna say like yeah. well uh, let, no, me give some, let me give some of the, the fever some credit, because if you think about it, even in if you're comparing it to the NBA, the fever have multiple first round picks like all Americans from college. They are just really young compared to all the other super teams. But when you look at them, like they're still really great players that in the grand scheme of themes, but. Yeah, the fever, they're looking a little rough right now. <laughs> you know, Sorry, I Someone's got to finish last. I've not read like one mention of them in all the WNBA free agency cover- coverage. Like, No. Yeah. No deals. No nothing. <laughs> no nothing. They're, no just, nothing. they're just over there. It's, like, it's almost like, don't they have two rings in their history? They have one, one? one, I believe. That's from Tamika Catchings, which those were their glory years. They had some some glory years with Tamika Catchings for a while. And then it was just a stark, stark down, downward spiral since then. We'll see you soon in Portland, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Is New York your... 
favorite team, obviously getting Brianna Stewart, but is your their favorite team right now to win next year or just your favorite like offseason champion to this point or both? I think both. Um, I know the Aces have also, you know, they got Candace Parker, but I don't think John Quo Jones is getting enough play in this conversation. Like she was an MVP just two years ago. And I think she's going to unlock a whole new level in herself because the Connecticut Sun, they were a mess. They were holding her back. They were got to the finals, but they just still weren't good enough. So now with Stewie, Sabrina Inescu, Courtney Vandersloot makes everybody better. I think it's only go- going to elevate her. And then you have Brianna Stewart. So I- I'm putting my money on her <laughs> always. Can I just say something? I know that Courtney Vandersloot is a very talented person who has never committed a crime to my knowledge. <laughs> oh, no. What? But I always think of Jordan Vandersloot when anyone, anyone says her name. You remember Jordan Vandersloot? He was like the guy who like killed some tourist in the Bahamas or something it, like that. It was Aruba. Oh. It was Aruba. But okay. still. Oh, no. That's not one of my honeymoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Jesus. Jordan Andreas Petras Vandersloot is a Dutch convicted murderer who killed Stephanie Flores Ramirez in Lima, Peru. It just was at a very like. um, I think I was like in college when it happened or high school. Natalie Holloway, yeah, that's it. So, oh, he's also the prime suspect in the disappearance of Natalie Holloway. Wow. Uh, well, thank you for bringing the tenor of this conversation. Down. I apologize, <laughs> and I apologize to Courtney Vandersloot for most. It's not her fault. Listen, I actually relate because if you Google Peter Moses, the first thing that comes up is a polygamous cult leader who like murdered a bunch of his family members in like North Carolina. So oh, wow. like, do you relate to the Courtney or Jordan in this one? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Polygamous Colt. There you go, Peter. Uh, can I ask you a question? So Joe Sy uh, owns both the New York Liberty and the Brooklyn Nets, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Durant is a employee of Joe Sy. For now. Mm. Is what he was doing the past month with uh, with uh, Stewie considered tampering? Ooh. Oh. If you don't know, Kevin Durant has been publicly campaigning uh, to get Brianna Stewart to New York uh, for months now, I guess. But it's really ramped up in the past, like, three weeks uh, going on TV and, like, being like, please come to the, the Liberty. Like, uh Will Josiah be fined is what I'm asking. Ooh, I love this question. Um, I don't think it's tampering. I think Kevin Durant is a cheerleader and he was wanting Brianna Stewart to, you know, come to Brooklyn. But um, if it worked, I hope other NBA superstars are like, come to my team, (laughs) other WNBA superstars. It also got some more eyes on the whole Brianna Stewart situation as well. So I don't think it's tampering. I liked his play. I also liked that he said he hit up Stewie and she left him on red. Um, She did not respond or engage in um, the quote unquote tampering. Um, So I don't think so. But I I don't even know if he was the main reason of why she went there. But um, I love what she said too. just... 
this being a a decision for the league like her being in the biggest market she's from Syracuse her coming to her home state being in the biggest market having this sense of rivalry in the WNBA I think is going to be really cool for the league that's what the NBA has that's what a lot of leagues have you have two super teams on opposite ends of the country they play each other four times this year the Aces and the Liberty so I think it's going to be good for the league and that's what went into Stewie's decision to go there. As someone who has gone to Liberty and Nets games and lives on the same street as Barclays Center, I can tell you that the energy inside and outside the arena before this was always better for Liberty games. Not even close. Mm. Nets games are sad as hell for a myriad of reasons. <laughs> um, but I am anticipating Brooklyn to be absolutely popping off. It's kind of fun yeah, that they're they in Brooklyn. Are. They're kind of like a, I don't know. It's nice they're not an MSG. I feel like that would be too much for everybody. I just want yeah. to point out that I think there's a 90% chance that Stewie left Kevin Durant on uh, on red because uh, she's just awful at text messaging. Is there like anybody with like a more like sleepier, uninterested vibe? Is there Has there been like a sleepier <laughs> athletic superstar than than Stewie? Well, just does any did anybody crack the code of any of those emojis? No. Does anybody know what the fuck she was talking about? No. The Q drops she was doing. <laughs> Here's the thing. The first one was entertaining. The second one and everyone after I was angry. I was like, okay, this is just, you're just craving attention at this point. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I see. I liked it for, I liked her. I like that. Cause it's like, oh, look, she's like, uh, she's, she's doing something. Like, I don't know. She doesn't have like the most, even like her like swimsuit uh, shoot for sports illustrator was like, she looks like she's taking a nap. Like I was like happy that she's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to troll a little bit here. It was fun. How mad, how mad is the league going to be when the mystics beat them opening night anyway? Ooh. Ooh. Okay, let's talk about your Mystics. Let's. Let's. I think they did very well in free agency so far. And they were already really great last year. You have Elena Deladon, who isn't rehabbing for the first time in four years. Ever. (laughs) She's healthy. So she's going to be 100%. And she's got her own shoe. So she's going to want to like ball out and sell some shoes yeah all of those things she's gonna be great and then you have natasha cloud coming back then you took britney sykes from my sparks one of the the only good defense yes Yes, the defense is gonna be there and you got shakira austin coming back she was a rookie last year so now she's a sophomore she's going to be even more I, i feel like the defensive side you guys got it now, who's going to score points? That's going to be a question. <laughs> but you can stop some teams. <laughs> yeah, I look, I because Natasha Cloud is not exactly that. Yeah. Not exactly. I mean, she's a pretty good shooter. She's big as hell, but she's not exactly. And I don't know what Zowie B. When's the last time you saw Zowie B play? It's been a couple years. It's been a couple years. But she was killing it overseas. She is uh, killing it for Fernabache. Okay. I didn't yeah. even. Okay, she's playing over there. She's in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Shit, dude, you got to be a goon to play in Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was really good. I think that's just gonna bring some toughness. She's gonna average like two fights, 
maybe every couple weeks. I think that's a stat that we should start keeping. But she brings that toughness that you guys will want. She was getting she was getting heavy touches when she was with the Liberty, but it was when the Liberty were ass. I don't I never believe in like big stats on a bad team. Those it doesn't translate exactly. Mm. Kevin Love theory. <laughs> yeah, I, Zowie B was with the Sparks, and we loved her. We loved how the red hair popped with the yellow jerseys, but. Derek Fisher, who we will not talk about ever again. That is the only time I will mention his name. Fair. He chose Liz Cambage over Zowie B. And I think Zowie B is going to come back with some vengeance because of that choice. And be happy that she's on your team, that she's going to be able to do that to everybody else in the league. That's what I'm saying. Not, Look, yeah. open the night. We got the Zowie B revenge game. Come on. But not only did he like choose it. Elizabeth Cambage like over her, which obviously I think in hindsight was not the right choice. Uh, he like then made sure she would not play in the WNBA for a year because she didn't want to like come like play backup to her. Right. Yeah. I think she's yeah. going to want to have a big revenge year. Definitely. And she also, I will give Zavi B some credit because she did choose to keep playing overseas, but she also was able to have some downtime. And you know how WNBA players play Mm year-round. I remember her tweeting, like, I'm resting, like, for the first time in years. I'm not playing year-round. So I think in hindsight she was happy with the decision because, Mm -hmm. one, she came out looking better than Liz Cambage. Mm -hmm. And, two, now it was more anticipation for her to be back in the league this year. I like that she also would, like, tweet, like, a – like a kid who was on like a two week suspension from high school. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She was letting them rip. So, I mean, all right, where are you at with the sparks? Sparks made some big moves. They did make some big moves. Um, I think this time last week, maybe, or two weeks ago, we had like two players on our roster. Mm -hmm. So they're starting to fill it out more. Um, I don't think NECA, Agumake has officially signed. She said she would re-sign, but she hasn't officially put it on paper. Then I'd be a lot more, I would be happier. And Chanae was like, well, we're a two for one. So if she stays, I stay. If she goes, I go, which is really nice when you're not the better sister. You can just be like, hey, wherever my sister's going, I'm following. As long as you don't do what the Morris brothers did, which is (laughs) fight a guy in a single contract like they're the goons from the Mighty Ducks. Yes. <laughs> and they split. Did they share a bank account too? They shared a bank account, and then of course the sons were like, "Great, we'll trade one of you, and you guys have to just figure it out." It was... Figure it out. No, that's not a that's not a good idea. But how was that? How was that legal? How did like the I NBA no players idea. union let that happen? I don't the know. The sons were just that bad. The sons were that bad at that point where they just said it was like they do whatever care. you want. It was purge rules. Yeah. The union just forgot <laughs> Phoenix existed. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. No, they, I they signed him to a four year, $52 million contract, but left it up to them to split the contract, to split the money. Like, hey, I'm I'm late on my mortgage this month. Can I take more of the <laughs> games yeah, <never> played? Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, Chanae and NECA have not done that, but... The Sparks, you know, they have a new coach, Kurt Miller. They have a new GM. They're kind of starting from scratch. But 
My biggest question mark is Jordan Canada. She has not signed yet as we are recording this on Tuesday. If she's coming back with the Sparks and she had a great year last year. She was really leading the team. She started being more of an offensive threat than years prior. Um, But Kurt Miller brought Jasmine Thomas, a point guard over from Connecticut, his favorite player that he's ever coached. And I'm a little worried that she's not going to come back because of that. Yeah, I mean, so I don't it, know. Seems, it seems like she's there to take her job. Right? I I mean, I love Jasmine Thomas, so I'm fine with it. I don't know. But Jasmine <laughs> Thomas is coming off of an ACL injury. She didn't play all of last season. I would be shocked if, like, the start of the season, she's back to her, you know, normal Jasmine Ooh. Thomas self, and she's starting – and she's like the point guard for the Sparks. I feel like they still need. I just feel like they still need Jordan Canada. I just love her so much, but I'm. I, it's making me worried that she hasn't signed yet. Jordan, have you ever seen the Oliver Stone classic Any Given Sunday? Yes, it's been a while. So at the end of the movie, I think they lose the last game or something. But head coach Al Pacino announces that he's going to coach the rival team and. He's taking Willie Beeman with him to do it. Mm. Would you say that this is a similar situation in terms of like coach and Jasmine Thomas going like in tandem? Or is she like not as big of a like impact player coming well, off injury? Isn't Jordan Canada like better than Jasmine Thomas at this point? <laughs> like, I think Based she off is. the injury, maybe? Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. It's it's Better a little like bit of eight like, years younger, right? Yes, definitely younger. But it is a little bit like that of like, hey, I'm going to coach this new team. I'm bringing my favorite player with me. <laughs> like, I at least I'm gonna have my favorite person there with me. We see it all the time. You know, I'm covering the Pac-12 right now. So many coaches have come from other schools and they bring their top recruit. Like, hey, I just recruited you, so come play with me over here. I still want to coach you. That seems like this as well. But so I think that was their first trade, the first sign that he did. So it was a little bit of the favoritism. Does Jordan Canada want to compete with that? Like on the court, she might be able to do better, but you already are saying this is my favorite person, my favorite player. It It seems like she's automatically at a disadvantage. Yeah. Hard to argue. I I mean, uh, what's going to happen to Alyssa Thomas? Is she just like alone in Connecticut, like the end of Fresh Prince? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Her and Dewana Bonner. Good thing they're a couple, but they're there. <laughs> they're there together. <laughs> they're there alone. <laughs> Is this the first season in, you know, 100 years that the Sun won't like go to the conference finals and not win a championship? <laughs> like, are they going to miss the playoffs this year? They might, but I think it would be even more hilarious if somehow in the next couple years they win. (laughs) And then it's like, okay, Kurt, it was your fault. (laughs) You were holding them back. (laughs) Might be true. Uh, Jamal, I feel like you you recently referred to Kurt Miller as a a maniac. Uh, Why why did you call him that? Well, because he's a spaz, dude. You've seen him coach. Have you seen him coach? I just wanted you to talk about it. He's like every like high school administrator. 
where where he's just like in your ass. Be he does mad look like annoying. an athletic director, just like yeah, that, that yelling at a, a auditorium of teenagers. And also, like subs as like the math teacher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he like yelled his neck away. He almost oh, doesn't have a hurt. neck. He's like in shape, but doesn't have a neck somehow. <laughs> Here's the thing: Kurt Miller has a very loud mouth, and he has gotten in trouble multiple times for things that he said. And the thing that sticks out now is him saying that something along the lines of that they were able to beat Candace Parker and that was his banner. Like that was, it was like his favorite thing that they beat Candace Parker in the playoffs. And now when Candace Parker is a free agency Mm -hmm. and needs somewhere to sign and all of us Sparks fans are saying, wow, how wonderful would it be if Candace Parker came back to LA and finished her career as a Spark you have Kurt Miller as the coach, and I know Ugh. for sure she said I am not going to play for that man because of his loud mouth. My favorite thing about Candace Parker and the free agency, she's like, yeah, the main reason I'm thinking about family, I need to be close to my daughter starting high school in Los Angeles, so I'm going to go play in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Burton, um, at our former employer, you have... You have taken that that L.A. to Vegas airplane ride plenty of times, and you know it is not like you could live in like Huntington Beach, and it might it might as well be Vegas. <laughs> it's very short. It's pretty short. But as a Sparks fan, you're saying you chose another city than literally the city that your daughter will be living and yeah, I think that's more the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's more like she's like I want to be near my family so I'm going to live a plane ride away from my daughter. Yes. Vegas so to Burbank baby. That's <laughs> the all issue. taking that flight. I Much know. more pleasant than the 405. Come on. It's like 40 minutes. It really is. But it's also like please come play for the Sparks because you <laughs> would be a drive away and uh we would love to have you but yeah, that's not happening. Isn't there like a way to look at it though, where it's like if you're Candace Parker and Kurt Miller's like the biggest crowning achievement of my career is beating Candace Parker, like isn't that a compliment kind of? Oh, it totally is. And it really backfired on Connecticut Sun fans that were like, Why did you say that? Because now we can't win a game and we can't win in the finals. And then they just you saw all the memes of them putting up the banner of just beating Candace Parker instead of actually winning a championship. So it didn't look good. And I know they're going to bring it up as soon as the Sparks play the Aces as well. Well, speaking of the Aces. Hold on. Are the Connecticut Sun named after the Mohegan Sun Casino? Yes. 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 That is where they play. Or, well, they were, they because they used to be the Miami Soul. And then they moved to uh, a white yeah. state and became the Connecticut Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody in Connecticut speaks Spanish. Is Sun the white version of Soul? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. The more you know. SOL, yeah. Okay. Um, well, we talked about uh, the, I don't know, the super duper team in New York. Uh, I guess you could argue that there was another super duper team in Vegas that Candace Parker went to. Uh, why do you kind of have new york an inch above them well i feel like this is a take that is also used in the nba a lot of the times and i've always rolled my eyes when i've heard it 
But now I am the person that has this take for the aces in that it's not enough basketballs. Like there's <laughs> like Kelsey Plum was a second leading scorer last year. She's not going to get that many touches. And what happens to Jackie Young? Like, I feel like she's just going to fade away <laughs> into the distance. There's just not enough time in the game. There's not enough scoring. And it is Asia Wilson's team. And I think we don't need to forget that, even though Candace Parker is coming. Asia Wilson is going to be the number one option. But you even have Chelsea Gray, who's going to find all these people, and she's going to find her shots. But I think Kelsey Plum's numbers are going to go down. And I think they're going to go through some growing pains that I don't think New York is going to go through. That's my take right now. But, I mean, wouldn't you argue, couldn't you argue that, like, other than, you know, getting rid of Dear Hamby and uh, adding Candace Parker, like, the that core of that team has been together for a while. No, They like, have I, been together, but it's Dierica Hamby was not an offensive threat. Like yeah. she was there for, for defense and you have Candace who's going to be there and want her shots. She's going to want her numbers and want to go out. You know, she's saying she has one more year. She's going to want to go out strong. I think it in a perfect scenario. Yes, it's going to work, but just like we've seen it in super teams in the NBA all the time. They're trying to figure each other out and they're trying to figure out their spots. It's going to be a nightmare to guard because I don't know who you guard in that scenario. Everybody's going to be shooting, but I, I just, I don't know. That's my gut feeling that they're just going to have some growing pains of figuring it out. A lot of turnovers at first, trying to figure out what offense, what flow works best for them. And they still don't really have a center. Who's the center? Who's the five? You got I two feel fours. Like, yeah, I feel like that's going to be Asia, which worked last yeah. year. It oh, didn't work cool. when it was Liz Cambage and Asia Wilson. I, I don't, that was like, they were just clogging up the paint. So I think that will work because Asia can shoot a jumper. Candace Parker can, can spread the floor in that way too. They re-signed Kia Stokes, who really is like a true five. Um, I was about to ask if they re-signed her or not. Yep, yep, they did, I think, just earlier today. Did you feel like last year there was a Ewing theory vibe with Cambage being not there? I mean, I know they won, mm -hmm. but they... Was there any, like, you know, app, like, addition by subtraction with her that you felt, like, carried over from the previous year? Or is that... Mike, yes. where you look? Like, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Liz Cambage was like a the a fucking vibe killer. Like, but I feel like, like she totally. went like totally nutso in Los Angeles. Could you I call mean, like is it is the W version like Cambage theory? Is that like is it strong enough that you would say like there, teams is there, get better is, when she leaves? Yeah, I would say yes. <laughs> well, Mike, that's just because you want to watch her go. That's that's we we we, we know how how you are. <laughs> No, that is an absolute yes. Jordan, an have you been yes. have you been enjoying the new workout videos? No. <laughs> Just no. No. And no. I want a timestamp because I'm feeling like these are reposts from before. I don't believe she's actually working out, and it doesn't matter. Where is she gonna play? Nobody wants her in the league. No coaches want her. No GMs want her. And then she 
completely set fire to the relationship of the Australian national team, too. So I don't know where she's playing. She might be at LA Fitness next week. Who knows? When you are two races for the Australian team. (laughs) Guys, I think she deleted those the basketball videos that she posted recently. I hope her, so. She deleted them. They're not no here anymore. Steps. She's not working on the rock step no more. Damn. Do you think she was like posting them, hoping to garner interest? And then when all 12 teams were like, no, thank you. She just deleted the videos. Maybe that's actually I, maybe. Here's the thing too. Like you say the team is better. It's a vibe killer. I've talked to players that were on the Sparks and they just felt like she did not want to play basketball. She did not want to be there. Well, it was and also that... clear watching her. Like, she couldn't stay on the court. Like, her conditioning was awful. She wasn't working. She, like, it was clear that nobody liked her. Like, you know. It, clear she as just... day. Yeah. Clear as day. It was f- infuriating being at a game and just watching her. Like, you are, how tall is she? 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, you could have 40 points right now if you tried. If you really, really wanted to. And you just didn't. And so me feeling that from the stands, talking to other Sparks players, they felt that in practice. They felt that in shoot arounds. They felt that in everything. So I think when you take that away, even the rest of the season, the Sparks, they were down in the center position, but they played better. Mm-hmm. They played way better. <laughs> and to have that attitude and, and, and like weird vibe like coming from – like your star player, like that's got to be like even more so. Like, of course, like the team's gonna get better when you get rid of that person. They had a press conference for her, gave her her jersey early, had a photo shoot, and the whole time I was like, I don't buy this. <laughs> this is gonna end terribly, <laughs> and it did. But now, okay, so now that we're you know uh, a full year removed from Liz Cambage, and uh, you know. Mr. F, as well, we won't say his name, but he's gone. Uh, uh, Howard, like, what's your overall feeling for your Sparks? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. We won't be all the way at the bottom. We know um, that spot is reserved for for the Fever. So we won't be last. Enter Stranger Things theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, those jerseys are tough. I have one. It's it's one of the best jerseys in basketball. (laughs) It's amazing. But I think we're we're rebuilding a little bit. I think people have to trust Kurt Miller. He he has a track record of winning, but not winning all the way. Um, Especially just being a Lakers fan and a Sparks fan, we're so spoiled. Like, it is we have to win or else the whole city will turn on you. So I'm hoping that, you know, we have Lexi Brown back. We have De'Erica Hamby, which that whole situation with her leaving Vegas um, seems like she has something to prove too. She's going to come back from having a baby and play in a WNBA season, which is astonishing. Crazy. Um, so I'm I'm happy that she's on our team when we go against the Aces. That's for sure. I think she's going to go off. But they're putting some pieces together and they're adding some shooters, which we definitely needed last year. So we won't be last. Won't be last. 
feeling good about that. What's up with what's up? That's with very Brian? Washington Wizards mentality that Jamel has <laughs> for don't. like just like trying to get to the play in. Please, please, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> please, not right now. I just was. What's up with Brett? Is Griner playing? Is that confirmed? Does Brittany Griner She's- still play basketball? Brittany Griner still plays basketball. She said it in her own statement that she was wanting to come back this season, which I think shocked all of us. No one was really expecting that, but we're so happy that, you know, she wanted to play basketball. Um, You know, as soon as she was in the States, she put on her hoop shorts and sneakers and she dunked like she went to hooping. So the love is still there for Brittany Griner. I think that's going to be a just amazing moment to see her on the court again and in a Phoenix uniform. She was also a free agent, but she said in that statement that she's playing basketball and she's playing with Phoenix. So that seemed to be very, um, you know, clear as day. And we are going to cheer for her so much when we see her on the court again. Mm-hmm. Does that fix the team? Like, cause they hated each other, but I guess they if did. you, if your starting center was in a prison colony, <laughs> can't really really, yeah kind of might she's kind of like the kid who's keeping her parents from getting that divorce you know like they're all fighting but then she walks in and it's like all right we all got to be cool i mean there's still some players that left um skylar diggins i i don't believe she's playing this season because she's pregnant um Mm. diana tarasi said she's coming back so she she'll still be there, old faithful. Yeah. Old faithful. Um, <laughs> she was talking about seeing Brittany Griner for the first time. Uh, yeah, there was quotes going around. It was pretty touching to hear her talk about seeing Brittany Griner again. Yeah, and I, I think that Phoenix team, you know, they really went through it last season. Like some, a new coach, everything with Brittany Griner. They were yelling at each other. The whole Tina Charles situation, mm-hmm. like. There was a lot going on, but um, when you hear them talk, especially Brianna Turner as well, like just putting things in perspective, they were they're just happy to have their sister back, their teammate back and sharing a court with her, regardless of their record. I think they're going to be really happy about that. Well, speaking of Tina Charles, is she still on the Seattle Storm or is, did, are there literally zero people on that roster right now? There are like three people (laughs) on the Seattle Storm. Um, Really tough because they lost a lot of Mm -hmm. players because they were waiting for Brianna Stewart to make her decision. So a couple of those early free agents that signed elsewhere were going to sign with the Storm, but they didn't want to wait. They don't want to risk their bag. They don't want to risk their opportunity. So they went elsewhere. So I know that they're mourning losing Brianna Stewart. And then on top of that, they're just running after scraps right now, trying to get anybody else. They just got Kia Nurse. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that was probably their biggest sign. She's coming off in an ACL injury. So that's going to be good. They have Jewel Lloyd. Jewel Lloyd, yeah. Her and Mercedes Russell were the only two people on that roster for a long time. So... (laughs) Uh, they'll figure it out. They have, you know, they're going through a transition. Sue Bird isn't there anymore, of course. But um, people want to play in Seattle. That's a, a great organization. So I don't think they're going to have a problem building that roster. Man, fuck the storm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah, I'm tired of them, dog. They need to, they need to kick rocks. Why? Because they've just been winning so much. Yeah, beating my team specifically. Oh, okay. Is the well, real problem. <laughs> but are you mad at the storm or Brianna Stewart? I guess I'm most mad at Sue Bird. If I'm being really real, I really put it mostly on her, and I know it's personal. I know she's doing it to me. <laughs> she has you in mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's not there anymore. So yeah. praise Jesus. She's retired <laughs> after yeah. 40 years in the league. Well, she's hung him up. <laughs> I mean, is it just is it Liberty Aces? Is just should we just write them in? Does anybody? Does anyone have a chance? I I really don't think so. Um, but a lot of people are saying like the Mystics are in that conversation. Like they're up there, uh, but it it is gonna be Liberty Aces, and I think that's wonderful. Like I want all of those games again. They play each other four times. I want all of those games on national television. I want everyone to tune in because it's all the biggest star power. And I think it's going to be really great for the league and help it grow because everybody knows all those players' names. And one thing the WNBA is going to do is put Brianna Stewart and Sabrina Inescu front and center. So <laughs> this is a time we can use that for our advantage. <laughs> what? Like, okay, so you work in sports media. Um, one, like, frustration that I feel like I've had and maybe you guys have had as well with the WNBA is, like, the way it markets itself. And, like, it, it hasn't done a great job of, like, showcasing just some of the incredible personalities, like, in, in, in the mm-hmm. league. Um, when the fuck are they going to change that? <laughs> like, when are they just going to be, like... Oh, That's we have people question. that are like funny and, and like not only just incredible athletes, but like incredibly funny, charming, interesting. Um, you know, why like why is the NBA so successful at marketing, you know, its personalities? Why is Zion Williamson, who's like barely played over three years, like a household name, but like Asia Wilson's not? Mm-hmm. Well, when you look at WNBA Twitter, like that's probably the biggest complaint is the marketing. It seems like they do just market three people Mm -hmm. and there are so many other players um, that are not only like maybe the personality isn't there, but the stats are like they are a bucket and a lot of people just don't know them and the league it, it does. It it shoots itself in the foot. It's so hard to sit up here and be like, I'm a WNBA ambassador. And then the WNBA is like, we don't even we're not even an ambassador of ourselves. Like, it's so hard to work against them sometimes. But that is the hopefully the thing that when you have the New York Liberty and the Aces on these primetime stages, then you can be able to see some of the other players that maybe aren't talked about a lot. One player in particular is Benajelani. One of my favorite players who's on the Liberty, she won most improved not too long ago. But when you talk about the New York Liberty in years past, it was Sabrina Inescu's team. Benajah Delaney was beating her in almost every category, but you don't hear her name. And then, of course, you have Stephen A. Smith, who's like, I'm not even going to pretend to pronounce her name. He couldn't even say it because we're not even accustomed to her greatness. So hopefully that can change and bringing superstars on those teams can give more attention to the other. Yeah. There's just something not white about it. I don't know. I know. Right. (laughs) It's not convenient um, for others. (laughs) um, 
Another question about the W, not to to pile on complaints, but <laughs> I signed up for WNBA League Pass two years ago, and I've had an easier time being like a member of Zappos.com. And like, yeah. man, like, why, why is there League Pass run on a single um, Apple computer from like all of our middle schools that was like, you know, has like the colored shell on it? The lime and one, like, the, lime, yeah, the green and one. only plays like Oregon <laughs> Trail and has like the main frame for like it's it's not even like you the experience is so bad. It's really bad. It I you can't even like watch the games that you that are available to watch sometimes. Mm-hmm. I can't it's it is I honestly think if you made an app that was like we're gonna make the worst app possible. To grow like our like, fan base, yeah. Just to to experience for the fans that you have, yeah. Because I would love to have more. I would love to be more. I'm getting into Premier League right now, and it's so easy on Peacock, and it's just mm-hmm. so simple. And this is stuck in like 1994, and it's insane. I do you want to say to be fair, NBA League Pass is no better. <laughs> no, it is way better. It's um, way better. It's just it's bad. It's not even and you a know comparison. You really? know it's I, bad. I, I hate when, League Pass. League Pass is bad, but yeah. WNBA League Pass is worse. Worse guy. So okay. Carolyn Peck, who literally works for the WNBA and ESPN, like she tweeted, why can't I watch the games? Someone help me. Like you work for the league and you don't even know how to get access to it. Um, it's not only that, it's like, you go up that you you purchase League Pass. You're like, great, I'm gonna be in it. I'm gonna watch all the games. Then you go on there and they're like, oh, this is on Amazon Prime. Like you can't watch on League Pass. And then you're like, okay, go on to Amazon Prime and I'm gonna search for it. Oh, it's blacked out in your area. You can't. And it's like, all right, then why did I purchase League Pass? Because that was the point that I could watch all of the games and. My whole thing with this is that you have to be a super fan to to even care enough to go through the four loops that the League Pass app sends you through, that Twitter Live, and then you go on Facebook Live, and then the game is like, oh, sorry, we're having technical difficulties. Check back in a second. And then you go to Amazon. Like, there's so many levels that if you are a casual fan or if you just wanted to say, hey, I heard about stew york city let me just see what's on see how they're doing you can't access it you have to go through so many levels and it's creating a barrier between super fans and the casual fans of the w i think the problem is that uh the person who's in charge of the app is uh the riddler (laughs) honestly (laughs) at least it would be entertaining if it was the riddler Fair. <laughs> uh, guys, we got to wrap it up. Uh, uh, some of us have a hard out, but uh, before we we go, I want to just let you guys know um, that a fan threw a mini basketball at Obi Toppin's head <laughs> during the next game just now. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> like a hard one? It wasn't like a plushie. It was like a mini basketball. I guess you got it at the arena. Oh gosh! Was, uh, it, a was it a smoke bomb or was it, <laughs> was it like it a pumpkin been. bomb? I think it was the Green Goblin, yeah. Um, uh, but Jordan, thank you so much for being on. Any last thoughts about uh, uh, WNBA free agency before we wrap it up? 
I will say that we're talking about it now. It's February, but let's keep talking about it. Season starts in May. I think the problem with the free agency is there's a lot of hype. And then it's like, dang, I wish the game started tomorrow so we could all keep this momentum. But we can just keep talking about it. There's going to be some more additions on these teams, subtractions. Um, Seattle Storm will eventually have to fill out their roster at some point. Um, so we'll be looking into that, but yeah, season starts in May, so we can keep this conversation for months. It's going to be good. Hell yeah. Come back on, uh, in May and we'll talk about season opener. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Where can people find you? You can follow me on Instagram at Jordan Liggins or on Twitter at underscore Jordan Liggins. Sweet. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. You can follow us at Airboats Pod on everything. Um, yeah, thank you. We love you. Bye.